Okay. All right. It seems to go well. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Hey, everyone. Oh, oh, we're already there. Yeah, we're already already there. In three, two. (laughs) Hey, everyone, and welcome to the penultimate place to get your movie and TV news and reviews. This is episode 68 of the Cross Media Show, and today's topic is, of course, our review of episode seven of HBO's The Last of Us. But before we get into our discussion, if you're listening to us on your favorite podcast servers, please, please, not please. Uh, feel free to give us a good rating on that platform. It helps us with the algorithm and helps us grow our audience. If you're watching on YouTube, consider dropping a like and a sub, and please do not forget to hit the bell to get notifications for all of our shows, like the Penultimate Game Show, the Marvel Mondays Initiative, and Anime Nation. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Ruben, the director of this channel, and today, of course, I am joined by the master of all things anime and manga, Ryan Smith. Ryan, how's it going? Doing good, doing good. Excited to be here. Really excited to talk about this episode of The Last of Us. Yeah, it's kind of a letdown of a day, though, you know? It's a little sad. We try not to think about what Pokemon did earlier. Yeah, yeah. Never forget. Never <laughs> I forget was trying Pokemon. to figure out what you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what, we what talked guy? about it before the show, and I was still like, wait, what happened? <laughs> tragedy. It's a tragedy, you know? They just, Pokemon just took a gun out mid live stream and just like oh my god they here's your Pokemon. hopes and dreams bam <laughs> but hey i mean like one of the cgi pikachu <laughs> oh my god never forget that cgi pikachu but yes matt what were you gonna say i was gonna say pokemon sleep though you yeah. know it's it's here every now and again we have these these white whales of gaming you know that we're, we're is trying that to what catch we're calling your, 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 your final fantasy 13 verses and <laughs> You know, The Last Guardian, all these great games, you know, that you're just hoping for. Yeah, Duke Nukem Forever (laughs) and Pokemon Sleep. Finally, another one that we can put to rest. It's interesting that this is Pokemon Sleep has fallen into this category because we all kind of realized what it was going to be. It was going to be a game that we could play while we slept. Mm -hmm. But still, somehow, we all, like, every time we see Pokemon doing a uh, presents, where's Pokemon Sleep? Where's Pokemon Sleep? Like... What difference does it make? You're going to be sleeping. <laughs> I'm excited for that riveting gameplay. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I guess so. I guess so. I'm excited for that Snorlax, though. That's, that's, that's oh, yeah. oh wow! Such a slam dunk, man! Like Snorlax's <laughs> agent was like, <laughs> we I got swear, the like back. they willed it into this, yeah, into yeah. this game into existence. They're like, they're like, I, it's been a long time, bro. Like you know, it, you, you have, you're past your heyday, but I think we got your comeback yeah, lined up. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. I got it. We got it for the fences. Love it. <laughs> of course, uh, today we were joined by not one but two guests. Today, the first is. The man who is known as the Titanfall Master, writer for VGU TV, and the host of the Players Club, Emmett Watkins Jr. Emmett, how are we doing? Howdy. I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, Very excited to talk about this episode. I really lucked out as to this being the episode I get to talk about. So, hell yeah. Very lucky. Yeah, even though I am a little disappointed that I just barely missed episode 69 i was this close (laughs) (laughs) i mean you could just do a pop in next episode you know i'll just i will just quit my job so i can be there for the next right i mean it's every monday at seven like i said you could just pop in just wait for the intro and make your appearance just say nice and then just head out yeah or you never know like maybe we can make this episode you know 
go so long you have to break it into two parts and then that's episode 69 so there you go matt's got something matt's got them and media show part two Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, two still parts. Guys, in the first ten minutes. Oh my God! Who will it be? I mean, uh, it, it could be me. It could be already me. Because honestly, probably the me. protagonist. So watch out. <laughs> <laughs> that other voice that you're hearing is the man, the myth, the legend, the man that also does uh, sometimes does uh, edits for kind of funny, Matt Batson. Man, how are we doing? How's it going? Living the dream, making the magic, as they say. And yeah, excited to be again, like on this episode. We, you know, planned these in advance, had no idea what episode we were going to be getting. I tell you guys. And yeah, glad we got, yeah, one of the best ones of the the whole season. It's interesting that you said one of the best ones, but we'll Mm -hmm. get into that later. We'll get into that later. Um, Before we do anything, let's do some housekeeping. Uh, This week on the Penultimate Game Show, we will be going over. We'll be going over the state of play that happened last week, and of course, the Pokemon presents that inevitably just underwhelmed me profusely um, today. But I feel like, yeah, exactly. Um, so take a take a rain check for that next time we see each other. I don't remember what date we said it was going to be. I'm pretty sure it's tomorrow, but. Um, in other news, I did do something last week. I don't know if you guys saw, but I unofficially launched a Patreon that's going live on March 1st. Uh, if you're interested in checking out anything I want to do, uh, I don't know why you would be interested in it, but hey, just take a look at it. Patreon.com slash the penultimate conquest. Listen, it's only two levels. It's one dollar and five bucks. Oh, too close. Right. Yeah, get that's in there. Exactly. That's not intimidating at all. No. Think of a two-story building. You know, you could survive <laughs> a drop from the second story. Exactly. Exactly. I'm on a second yeah, story right now. It's fine. Just tuck and roll. Exactly. Tuck and roll. Tuck and roll. Yeah. That's all you gotta do. I don't know if I got this. <laughs> um. All right, and as always, please feel free to leave your thoughts and questions on our SpeakPipe at speakpipe.com slash penultimateconquest. Gentlemen, before we get into episode seven, I need to ask your initial thoughts on the show as a whole. Now, let's start off with you, Matt. What are you thinking about this last of the show? It's been great. Like, it's been so much fun to see them sort of do, like, a reimagining of this first game with the foresight of what part two looks like. Yeah. Um, Cause that's really like as amazing as the last of us one was, it's a game that's like very near and dear to my heart. I think it came out on my birthday or it was like around my birthday uh, in 2013. And I had like a bunch of friends over and uh, like the night before go to GameStop, pick up last of us, come home. And then like, People who were still there, they would just sit and just watch me play. I was like, my like my party was last night. I'm just playing the game, you know. Forget all y'all. Like I'm just playing Last of Us. Okay. If you want to watch, you can watch. Uh, and so it was a great time, and I pretty much, you know, like just streamlined the game right then and there, just because it was such a highly anticipated game that really followed through, and all of that was the story. And yeah, like the there, I guess there are faults like in the Last of Us story, but I feel like in this show they really are trimming the fat in a way that just makes it 
so enjoyable and like the level of foreshadowing the level of detail that they have again with that foresight it's just been really cool to see okay all right emmett what are you thinking yeah uh i'm pretty much in the same boat i'm very much so enjoying this show um this is probably the best video game adaptation of anything but it's it is that for ways i didn't quite expect because it's really leaning into the things that the things about the last of us that people find annoying or frustrating or just less than the highest tier this show is changing uh and not in the case of like oh this plot thing's weird or blah 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 blah. it's just portraying certain things in a way more gentle way in a way more tender way like i'm sure y'all talked about episode three where that was a very bitter storyline in the original one where here it's like painfully sweet and because it is so sweet in the context of this brutal world it still has that like sadness to it um and so yeah they've been doing that a lot uh where they're even adding more lore into like oh why is henry being hunted like they were in the first uh game uh why are these things happening and also having things where not just kind of playing out lore and showing you environments that are going to be in the last of us part two um, but it's also just saying, oh, here's this type of character. So when another type of character is introduced in the, in the second one more prominently, you kind of have a, you kind of have a template for that to apply. Um, so yeah, I love what they're doing with the show. And also I love how Craig Madsen, um, cause I, I'm a big Chernobyl fan. I love that miniseries. Uh, and what he's really good at is kind of portraying the overall system of a thing and I love seeing his lens on that, where Last of Us was one story, one very simple, just us two going through the world. And right. he is expanding this universe in very smart and intelligent ways, in very fascinating ways. And, and I didn't think I wanted to see this part of the universe, but it's interesting every time. It's fascinating every time. And I love what they were doing with the show. It's really good. And I can't wait to keep watching more of it. I mean, yeah, you put up pretty nicely it's so far it's been a great show uh i don't think i've gone into a show where i'm like okay some way somehow they're gonna screw this up like uh, game of thrones ruined that for me where i don't think anything can be perfect anymore and uh i'm I'm hoping that this is the one that changes that back to what it could be what it should be i guess But yeah, it, it's been great so far. I'm really loving every episode. I'm excited for Sundays again. And yeah, um, Ryan, you still liking the show? I am still very much enjoying this show. Okay, just, just I think it just I hate keeps it getting <laughs> Yeah, I, I just the show's terrible. <laughs> no, no, no. Really, the only one episode I haven't like absolutely loved is four, and it's because it's how much it stuck to the game. Like, of the mm. reasons why I'm like, it, this one just feels like me watching that segment of the game, where the other ones have all this difference to them, and that keeps me intrigued because I don't know exactly what's behind every turn. But when it really needs to land the pieces from the game that are such emotional high points, like in the old episode before this one, it can do that as well. So that's why I really think the show has been fantastic, and I'm really excited to see if they can close it. Can they? Can they? Can they finish the story? Yeah, yeah. I will say that is one thing I'm nervous about. Not that they're not going to stick the landing, but knowing that a lot of people are watching this who have no history with the games, and I've been watching the show with my girlfriend. It came out kind of when we started mm-hmm. seeing each other, and I watching this whole episode, and I knew where things were going to end. It was funny watching her like zig and zag in her mind. 
God help us on that season finale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. So, yeah, that's just going to be a fun ride. Yeah, it really is great to have, like, people in your life or just, you know, listening to different audiences, like, on the internet and stuff of people who don't have a history with the games just to see, you know, what they think about the themes, but also where the story is going. And, yeah, just to see it get its flowers from those people, too. It's really cool. My little sister has been watching this. I, I've been forcing her to watch like the first two episodes. I was like, "Listen, watch one through episode one through three, and if you don't like it, I'm not gonna keep. I'm not gonna keep bothering you. Just just mm-hmm. watch those three, and then let's see how it goes." She's been into it every episode. She has been begging me since last week. Like, Joel's alive, right? Like, he, he can't die. <laughs> right. And I was like, I don't know if you want me to answer that question for yeah. you. <laughs> Stick to the present sense of the show. Yeah, yeah, he's alive. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. As of right now, he's currently alive. <laughs> Last time we saw him, you know. Exactly. He's alive. He's barely. For the he's most part. <laughs> he's moving. Still, still alive, but barely breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, I am also a little concerned of how they're going to end it this season. Like, uh... My mind goes to cliffhanger, but I know, like, it's not really a cliffhanger that we get. The the ending that we get in uh, the first game, do we expect it to go, like, end at the uh, the end, keep the same ending, or do we expect something different to happen? Since they are including things from, well, little minor things from uh, the second game. I, I think it's going to be the exact same ending. Because I think when you talk about The Last of Us, the ending is the biggest narrative thing that people are like, oh, that's brilliant. So they're yeah. going to keep that. It's just a question of like, how are they going to portray that? Are they going to go a little further with it? Like some stuff we saw at the beginning of Last of Us Part 1, mm-hmm. or Part 2, I mean. Um, but I, they might not end on the question, but they will end in that part of time. Okay. You know? it's it's such a powerful ending yeah the way that the last of us part one ends and i i feel like i don't know there's the show's been really good about picking and choosing its battle so far about what to change and what to keep the same and that just feels like such a slam dunk to keep the same but i feel like there could be you know some significance earned with like somehow you know ending something like with setting up abby um and like having it that could almost be just as, you know, gripping of a cliffhanger or maybe not a cliffhanger, more, you know, like a hanger, yeah, just maybe yeah, like a exactly. ledge, hang, uh, yeah, yeah. A, a ditch hanger. I don't know what's, <laughs> you know, Chad, I don't know what's more, <laughs> what's more mild than a, a cliff. Awesome. Um, but yeah, just to have like ended on like that grief there uh, and again, just sort of foreshadowing and then setting up a character that you know is going to play a major part and then maybe maybe having that gap there will make people you know respond a little bit better than than they did when the game came out yeah um when we see that character in season two but but personally yeah i would love it if they just stuck with the ending of the original okay i have one last question before we get into the plot we've Uh, been talking i just wanted to get my thing on the ending here Sorry, Ryan. I, I'm just going to call. I'm calling the final shot of this show is going to be Ellie waking up in the back of the car of them on the freeway. That's how this ends. Oh, you think really? She's and that will be the cliffhanger. Yeah. Oh, wow. So you don't even think we see. Like, see the is question. It, is it a perspective of us going? Like, no, we will see like what happens. But like okay. that last shot of the whole show will just yeah. be her waking up in the car. Could you and imagine? Then, and then we'll get a season two announcement. 
I, I mean, they, they got. Yeah, we already got the end. Yeah, like they did it halfway through this season. Right? No, they did it within the first <laughs> like one episode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh my god! Oh, like, money. Right. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the question I was going to ask, like, well, the, Brian p- puts an interesting perspective. Like, I could totally see them just not even showing us what happens. We see it through the eyes of Ellie, like her going under, and then she wakes up in Joel's car. Well, in the car. And then we save that for season two. Mm-hmm. Or the second part of the story. I still i am convinced that season two is going to have, like, a little hiatus. Yeah. Of- I think they got to have, like... And, and, you know, I don't think that the show, like, needs action, um, but that's definitely been sort of, like, the thing that's been lacking. And I and I don't, you know, knock the show for that at all, but The Last of Us definitely has a lot of action in it. And I think that final hospital sequence uh, definitely, you know, I think would help season one to, yeah, have that. But again, too, like, with how the game sort of been subverting that action and subverting that violence and really toning it down in a way that's much more realistic i could see yeah a similar thing where maybe there's just like one guy but i don't know they wouldn't have one guy guarding <laughs> <No>. <laughs> guarding this hospital so this this scene's gonna be really crazy to see yeah what they do with it because again because if, like if they go the route we were just discussing mm-hmm. i could see it honestly opening with joel flashbacking to his mind to what happened there and having that be the opening for season two with such a really insane display for that opening because then that just brings the gut punch of you realize what joel has done all that now there's the gripping narrative how what does ellie know and you can go from there really with it maybe even using the flashbacks from part two to fill in some of that for that season when then you want to you want to get to actual part two of the game wow but counterpoint to that i feel like season two going off of part two has enough gut punches in the beginning that's <laughs> that it doesn't need another one. <laughs> oh, that's fair. I'm just saying if they don't want to go directly yeah. into part two. So for I, sure. I think that we save, like I said before, we'll, we'll see, we'll go through the eyes of Ellie. We'll see her going de- under and then waking up in the car. That whole action sequence, I think you save for like when Ellie finally finds out has that discussion mm. with Joel. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and that could really help, like, the the shock of, you know, what happens to Joel, too. Like, because I feel like that would twist the knife so much more if you really are, like, exactly even more, like, what did Joel do? You know, like, yeah, why exactly. why would somebody do this? And then, yeah, and then have it revealed. Every week you just have the, the question, like, well, are we ever going to find out what the hell, Joel, what, what happened? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. HBO I'm fucking more... hire me. Dude, I, I just I feel like that second season isn't gonna have any of the characters that we know for like the first four episodes. It's like sad. I think they're gonna start it from that other perspective, yeah, and ride that all the way until it meets in the middle, and then people are gonna be like, "Oh shit!" So, <laughs> like, I think that's what they're gonna do for that one. Oh, I like that. I think and I think it's incredible. I think for season two, we start off with. Uh, which is also counterpointing what I just finished saying. Season two starts off with uh, Abby introducing Abby, and then the whole season leads up into her finding Joel. And then mm. season three. And then season three. Episode. Uh, episode uh, Last of Us Part the other Two. Half. Yes. Okay. Wow. Okay. That might be a little bit extreme. What I could get with you is season one or season two is leading up all the way until she's in the theater. 
and then maybe and then that could switch. also work yeah yeah, yeah that could also work. like that's a that's like a whole season with like maybe 10 percent of a game in it yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah but i like that idea that's bold but yeah. y- i know you for bold ideas <laughs> yes, this is true. if there's one thing uh... This is true. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan. Yes, indeed. Uh, also, Emmett, real quick, I need you to put some respect on Sonic the Hedgehog 2. You said this is the first actual good adaptation. For oh, yeah. not that I said it's the first good one. This is okay. the best one. I like Sonic 2. I, don't know. I love, I love Shamar more in comedic roles. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> more shit. Okay. All right. I'll let it slide. But I watch just... Criminal Minds and that first Medea movie. He's good. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's get into the plot for this episode. Uh, this episode was titled, of course, uh, Left Behind, which was the nod to the DLC for part one. Um, Ellie and injured Joel shelter in an abandoned house. Also, want to just shout out real quick they did Joel dirty in this episode, too. They shrunk the fucking bed that he was on. <laughs> Twin yeah. size. Twin size, man. <laughs> I I would love like just like a, a parody version of those like post episode interviews where you know he, there's like really important points that Neil yeah. makes, especially with Sam and Henry, and he's like, you know, like I added the the sign language to make you know uh, Sam depend on Henry that much more, and he's like. Yeah, so I made the bed much smaller, so Joel was in even more discomfort. <laughs> like, it just very seriously in the professional interview yeah, chair. Yeah. But well, also it felt even more like a coffin to Joel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. that's well, what he would really crazy. say. That's that's good, Ryan. HBO hired both of them. Um, I also would like to counteract what I just said. Like, of course, I'm sure it's been 20 years since the outbreak. People were definitely just looking for queen size beds. So, like, of course, I, I get it. I get it. HBO, I get it. Well, this I episode mean, like, was all the about the queens. As Joel approaches death, he urges Ellie to leave him. Uh, she remembers her time in Fedra Military School, which she attended with her best friend Riley a- Abel. While Ellie causes trouble and fights with her peers, and I'm, I'm going to step in real quick. I don't think she's the one causing trouble. She's just trying to fucking run, you know? Let's mm-hmm. do some music. Just run with her walk, man. Self-defense, yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. Uh, Riley ran away and has been missing for three weeks. Riley sneaks back into her dorm room and reveals, that, uh, reveals to Ellie that she has joined the Fireflies. She brings Ellie to an abandoned mall where they explore a photo booth, an arcade, and a carousel. And right there, I think we should we should rewind because we missed oh, uh, the best Uncharted sequence. The, we missed the Uncharted sequence, oh, uh, the best jumping. Uncharted sequence we've seen. Yeah, on on film oh. with them jumping rooftop. Oh, to okay. rooftop. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, after Tom they Hong they steal the alcohol. Exactly, but yeah, it felt like so kind of like weird and out of place. But I was like, finally, some Naughty Dog parkour. Like yeah, this is what yeah. we've been, you gotta get some what we've been missing. This is what it feels like. Someone lift up a plank to cross this bridge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and yet, not enough yellow ledges. Yeah. I was you know, just about to say, my complaint. This is mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I will this say also, also something that plot uh, summary missed. This is the from Wikipedia. Dead Man's liquor sequence. Yeah. yeah. Like that is like I remember when I saw that I was like they're just gonna this man died on that bottle you're gonna just take a swig like, yeah yeah <laughs> and it, it does a really good job of sort of showing you know what it's like to grow up you know in the apocalypse and like yeah dead body like who cares <laughs> like yeah 
Nobody, nobody I see really that cares. every fucking day, Emmett. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> there's a, there's a, in this universe, Stand By Me happens every day. Yeah, yeah. exactly, exactly. <laughs> and plus, it's alcohol. It's, it'll take away the, the true. germs, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it burns it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. Like that's true. Day, as he let me take a sip of Zima when I was 10. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a spicy Sprite. We're okay. <laughs> um. Bit. Uh, I forgot where I was. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. They make it to the mall. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Riley tells Ellie the Fireflies have assigned her to a post in Atlanta, but also she has... Represent? Like, yeah. She has fucking pipe bombs in here for some reason. Like, why didn't you just assemble the pipe bombs in Atlanta? Well, then... Great. Maybe these, are, these weren't here. pipe bombs for Atlanta, right? Like, she's got a... She's got to make her pipe bombs here. And then she maybe she's like, the. this is, again, like, we get that good backstory, but maybe there's not enough. Riley's the best pipe bomb maker. <laughs> Expert in He's bomb at in, bombs. <laughs> exactly. In the Firefly Academy. So, you know, Atlanta hears about this. They're like, we need some of that. Like, when yeah, you're done yeah. with that batch, come down here. We just got rid of, uh, we just got rid of Fedra in Kansas City. We need you guys to come down to Atlanta. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. It's making sense. It's making sense. Yeah, I do. Uh, and it is her last night in Boston. While Ellie is initially upset, she convinces Riley to stay, and they kiss. Um, let's rewind for a second. We forget to, well, I forgot to mention that they take their time playing some Mortal Kombat. And when she busts open the change machine, I was like, is it really that easy to fucking open? And then she <laughs> expositions herself. She's to like, say, I broke yeah. this up yesterday. It was a pain in the ass. Yeah. I was like, okay. Thought the same exact thing. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> I could have been fucking getting free yet. quarters. Yeah, free this quarters, whole time. This whole time. <laughs> I'm trying that now. Good name busters. Yeah. Never yeah, no, no, it's all the, the dream of the quarter is gone. Now it's all yeah. on the little digital cards. That's why this had to be said during 2003. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. It'd be cards if it was. Well, no. I mean, exactly. well, yeah. Okay. Okay. You're right. You're right. Um, no, be, I, yeah, crawling around all over the floors, like picking up cards. Got to swipe it on the the check balance thing. Yeah, yeah, Anything yeah. on this one? No. Nope. Mm. Then you're like, fuck it. Apocalypse. There's no internet. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, you had something to say? I just wanted to say, we've been talking about uh, Riley. Just want to say, shout out to the actress playing Riley. She absolutely killed it in this episode. Yes. Yes, Don Reed. And halfway through, I was like, how do I know who you are? And I was like, you're in Euphoria. Okay, I now know who you are. Mm-hmm. It was oh, one of the faces. Really? Like, I couldn't. Yeah, yeah. She is mm-hmm. the main character's sister. It's weird because Storm Reed is like, especially like she's been in a lot of sitcoms and stuff that people have grown up with. So, like, mm-hmm. people have known her since she was very little. I hadn't watched a lot of that stuff, so the first exposure, or at least the first thing I go to in my mind when it comes to Storm Reid is that movie Searching that came out like a month ago. Oh. Um, <laughs> I like the movie a lot. It's great. I saw it Is it a good movie, actually? Oh, yeah. It's a, okay. it's a spiritual successor to the other one. I think uh, it's a like different a synonym to Searching. Missing. I think it was called yeah. Missing. Um, with, I think John Cho was in it. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. That was good. This one was even better. So, like, okay. watch That's that one if you're curious. Um, but yeah, I remember seeing, I always knew Storm Reed as a child. So in that movie, she's like 18 and doing like older adult <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's weird seeing you in this light. Yeah. Um, and so it was fun to, or not fun, but it was interesting in this Last of Us episode, seeing, having that 
uh, vision of her and seeing her be transported to like, oh, I'm a teenager again, doing like teenager things, but I'm also younger at this point. So it's not like, you know, we're not having parties with alcohol. It's like, oh, I'm drinking alcohol. And it's like a taboo thing because I'm a child. Right. I was like, oh, this is fun, especially compared to Bella Ramsey, who just looks so much like a child. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, much yeah. so. Very much. Yeah, so. I think she she might be 17 or something as well, but like she just I, looks so young. I believe she is 18, but I mm. will double check that. See, I thought you were going to say, I know Storm Reed from one thing and one thing only, A Wrinkle in Time, which also segues back to our conversation beforehand where Oprah Winfrey was calling your phone. Yep, that's oh, true. Yeah. Right yeah, before. I had, to, I had it up Little Miss O to, you know, touch so. base and be like, yeah, what's good? <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are your thoughts on episode seven? All right, I'll tell them on the show. Yeah. How's Stedman doing? <laughs> Gail. Yeah. <laughs> Bella Ramsey, I just checked it up. Uh, she's 19 years old. So oh, okay, that's about it. it. Mm-hmm. Fucking kill it. Bingo, bingo. But yeah, like it, it, it really is unfair sort of all the wins that Bella Ramsey has had through this season where everyone's like episode, I mean, obviously not episode three, barely in that one, but for the most part, you know, Bella Ramsey steals the scene, steals the scene. And then last week, Pedro Pascal, finally, I feel like he was, you know, MVP. And then, and then, yeah, now he's gone. He's, you know, yeah. For what looks forever. like two episodes, but we'll For, get yeah, two episodes. Yeah. yeah, Bella Ramsey's like that's that's your one. All right, it's my time now, old man. The future is now. Listen, I want everybody Mando next month. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, but people don't see my face, and she's like, I don't give a shit. Okay, this is my time to shine. All right. <laughs> they, you got Grogu. It's fine. Yeah. yeah right. Exactly. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Bingo. Bingo. <laughs> Uh, an infected attacks them, and Ellie manages to kill it, but both get bitten during the struggle. And I was really hoping to see here, like, at no point did I see the, this infected bite anybody. I was really hoping they just, like, showed it, but not really. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's... All a mouth hit them? No, just, mm-hmm. like, uh, he tried to go for it, and then they, like, did they something. Cut. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it kind of, yeah, sucks, because that's definitely, like, a zombie trope now and it, it really sucks that the last of us has done it i think every bite so far in season one is like altercation and then everybody is like oh we're fine and then all of a sudden oh no <laughs> like it, if there's one complaint like that's definitely that one shit. yeah <laughs> it'd be real funny if the cordyceps just uh, uh mutated and if you stepped on it you'd become an infected how crazy would that be That'd be like crazy. a landmine? Too much. That's yeah. wild. Yeah. That's yeah. a game mechanic. Yeah. yeah, there you go. No Druckmann. There you go. I got you. It, now, yeah, now Naughty Dog and HBO are going to be competing for your service. That's fine. So. That's fine. I just bring Great. up the, the yeah. praises, you know? Let's exactly. See. Let's see how much <laughs> they, money they want to throw at my way. <laughs> um, tearfully, they decide to stay together and wait for the infection to take hold. Uh, in the present, Ellie finds a sewing a sewing needle and begins to stitch up Joel's wound. Which I was a little upset that we didn't really see the ending for this. Which I don't recall if we do in the game. In the, in the DLC, they don't even like because I remember in the DLC she's fighting to get a first aid kit the entire game, mm-hmm. and then once she gets it, she runs home to Joel, and you don't see her like use it on him. It just cuts. I'm sorry. So, or he, no, he's talking was, about in Left Behind. Yes, in Left Behind. Yeah, in the game itself, yeah. In no, 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 the, it, at the mall, at the mall. Does it show? Because oh. yeah, I, I was show. a little fuzzy on this, too. Like, for some reason in my head, I thought 
like Ellie Lee, like we see Ellie leave, but Riley stay when they're turning. But I don't remember. No, I if like I if Marlene shows up or anything. I, if I remember correctly, in the original game, they just say, "Oh, we'll just turn together," and then that's kind of like the end of that. And then yeah. when it goes back into modern day, because Ellie's also in a mall in modern day yep. in the DLC. Right. So I think that's my love malls of because mall a altercation where they when she slides out. But yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> that really sucks yeah that you know they you get to see the food court but you oh, know ellie we, never gets to experience the food court when she when she's there at the jamba juices when she's there at the, the like nacho place and you know <laughs> riley's like i have a surprise for you she's like is it tacos she's like no i was like oh i I'm, i got excited for ellie for a second there i was like ooh, it'd be great if there was one no, like infected <laughs> yeah, that's you true. Well, McDonald's, that burger's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be good if there was like one infected, like you know, one of the like wall cordyceps who couldn't move that like still had like the free sample tray because there's always somebody giving out free samples of the food. That would have been perfect. Ooh, yeah. Bourbon chicken. Yep, <laughs> it's always the bourbon chicken. Oh my god. Oh man. Um, oh, and that's all I got here for the the, the plot. Um, there was. Uh, I had something I wanted to ask, but I forgot what it was. Hmm. Oh, well, uh, going back to or go ahead, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. I, I got it. Well, going back to like the ending, what did y'all think about like? Because oh, thank you for cleaning it up, Emmett. Like that's how Left Behind ends, but that's not how sort of that sequence ends. Like for Joel, especially in the game, um, and so like. If you're an ordinary Joe, you know, and you're watching this and you don't know what happens, I feel like having both of those in there and it feels pretty clear that, you know, Riley's going to die if you don't know that just based off the things that Ellie has said in previous episodes and like having dealt with that loss before. I feel like them ending both on that similar cliffhanger makes would make the audience feel like Joel's dead, too. But obviously, yeah. like, they still have next week. But it's pretty crazy that they would, like, kick that two can two, yeah, two episodes down the road. You know, like, back-to-back weeks of, is Joel alive? <laughs> Find yeah. out next week yeah. on we'll The see. Last see, of Us. I didn't necessarily pick that up. What I picked it up was, yeah. I think the metaphor, or I don't know, metaphor, the theme they're trying to establish is, like, do you want to fight for Joel or not? And that for whole sure. flashback was kind of giving her the justification of, no, I'm fighting because I've experienced loss before. Yes. So ending it to where she's stitching him up, I think that's just them where showing, like, okay, she's going to fight to keep him alive. For she's sure. Not just give up on the time they've had together. But also, um, it yeah. just leads into internal bleeding. She didn't really fix anything inside. She's just patching Look. him up. <laughs> Yes. Video game also, logic. Video, video his, game. his injury is way less serious than the actual game where he fell on a freaking rhubarb from right. story high. Yeah. yeah. Like, Two stories. Like, yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> it go. was a different injury. I've been thinking that for the past week, and I was like, I don't remember him getting stabbed by a weird shank in a right. Oh no, he felt like it was. A, it's yeah, so weird how it happens in the show. Bad. It's yeah. also like you take a look at. I'm sorry, I'm just nitpicking here, but you take a look at the stab wound one. She's like patching him up, and it looks like a hook. But I'm like, yeah. didn't he stab him with a knife? Well, no, 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 it, no, it was it was, like, it, it was baseball bat. Yeah, he yeah. breaks the baseball bat on a okay, tree, okay. and then it makes like this very weird shape, you okay. know, splintering of the wood that yeah, like stabs him in a sea okay, on his okay. stomach. It's 
and I, like looking at it too, I was like, that's weird how to like stitch that up because you know, it's is that little skin flap strong yeah. enough to it's yeah, not, pull that all together? Skin just splinters weird if you cut it. That I think it's all it is. He's got yeah. splinters in there. I don't know. Very weird. I, I honestly don't know if he's gonna survive, guys. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows? Yeah, that's what that that's what I say to my, my God, that'd be a swerve. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I say to my fiance every week. Upset. It's like they <laughs> She's like, like, he doesn't die, does he? Buried <laughs> yeah. opens. And then, and she, then she, she writes, I'm sorry again. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was just going to yeah. say, she more. finds another one and she just writes, yeah. I'm so sorry, Joel. <laughs> That's another thing. Like, because she went and got a first aid kit in the game, like, just using straight up raw thread needle, I'm like, he's getting something. He's infected again. Like, right. <laughs> he, well, he's not coming out of here safe. Get this man some antibiotic yeah, yeah. That, my antibiotics. my thought process is she's patching him up and then she's gonna bring him back to to uh um, to, tommy. to tommy and then yeah and then they really fix yeah. it yeah you say that but considering the tease for the last episode yep. how does that work like the next episode is gonna be a different tease. part in the story where that doesn't happen oh you didn't oh. see the tease no, oh do you want to know it i mean you probably know you know what's I, next I already in the game yeah yeah go for it sure let me know what it is I mean, it's effectively what you think. It's that sequence of the story. Joel it's, dies. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> Abby's already yeah, got sure. her future revenge. Abby pops yeah. up in a time machine. No. And then Spider-Man. Man. Spider-Man shows up. Yeah, Spider-Man yeah. shows up and Tobey Maguire's there. It's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's the David sequence. That's what okay. they're teasing here. Gotcha. Yeah. But the thing that fucks me up is I thought if they were going to cut anything major, that would have been the thing they cut because that is such a very... I don't want to say cliche, but it is so post-apocalyptic, oh, chaos in the world type of storyline to go through that they probably would have cut it for that. And then also, considering how episode three diverted from the original game, that is definitely a place where they could divert it to just be a little bit more gentle and kind to these characters. Because the world's brutal, we know that. Mm -hmm. But I don't. They the show's made a point of not showing all of it. And I think that might have been a step too far for them, so I'm interested to see how they handle that. But also, like... There's only one more episode after this. We're gonna go through all that. They gotta, yeah. And then no break. And then that last episode. Yeah. Here's the thing for me, which is, I think they've been holding back to give us that right hook. Mm. I think they've been just waiting for these last two to just really be. The Fuck world is really yeah. messed up. Nothing matters. This was Joel's choice. Yeah, I think they're yeah, going very to go all gas, for a no breaks. Big hit. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh, I know. I'm like, oh, it's gonna be a a rough two Sundays mm -hmm. yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, and I wonder how that'll feel because yeah, like if if I do have like a biggest complaint about the show as a whole is it is sort of like the pacing of how these episodes have gone. Um, and really, like I feel like the first half was good, but like as we've continued it's really kind of slowed things down in a way that they aren't making much progress the last few episodes. And if they are, it's just kind of like, you know, we're in, uh, where Wyoming, Colorado or, well, yeah, I guess they, they do both. They're just like, we're in Colorado now. Like it, it just sort of happens. Um, and that's sort of the thing too, like left behind is it's, you know, my favorite DLC of all time. It injects so much like love and fun into a story that, in the, in the original Last of Us really needs it in the show, I think, less because they've been, like Emmett said, much kinder to these characters. Um, but still very important and still, like, 
such a highlight of this season um, and of the story as a whole. But uh, like it is, it's always sort of like a, a nitpick or a deal breaker or like a, a boogaboo for me to be like, here's a whole season of a show in, in like one, the last three episodes, we're going to do a flashback to something way before it. And in the present, there's going to be very little like progress to the story. Uh, it's something that like Marvel shows do all the time. And I, I really hate it where it's like, now we know who the villain is. So we got to tell you their backstory before we get back to the story. What's exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can go on. We can name them all. Um, but like, they are fortunate here that this is an amazing story that they're flashing back to. But still, like, I would have appreciated it. Maybe like the very beginning of the season. I was just gonna um, say I I could have seen this in a sequential order. Like, yeah, we see Joel's mm-hmm. beginning like episode two. This could have been episode two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have, nice. have mirrors where you see people before the fall and now. Here Honestly, this could have even been episode one. I think that would have been a really yeah. fun curveball. Ooh, I think that so too. Incredible. It just starts with Ellie running on the track, and everyone who knows is like, oh, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I would have loved that. I, I I like when this show zags more than zigs more for often sure. than not. Like every I time agree, they make I a agree. change, it is tended to be for the better. So I think starting that, honestly, if you started that way, you might have people be like, oh, they're already changing shit. What the fuck? But yeah. also, with in hindsight, now that we know how good the changes are, that probably would have aged very well if they did that. Yeah. But um, yeah, as far as the episode itself, like I really do love how... You know, because in the little, you know, they do little interviews after the show. They kind of said, oh, we kind of were like, what's ditching school in the apocalypse? And I had never thought about it like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to me, I thought of this like, oh, it's just a very nice date at the mall. Because um, that's kind of how they also think, portray it as well. But I never thought of it as like, oh, yeah, they are just kids. And like, they're just going around having fun at the arcade, riding the... I was going to say roller coaster. Curse. Curse. <laughs> yeah, playing um, Mortal Kombat. Exactly. Like, I, I did love the, the escalator sequence. Too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The, and I love the use of song there. They're already planting Take that seed me. for yeah. hopefully yeah. next season. Because yeah. I, t- I was telling my girlfriend, I was like, yo, you don't know this song. There's a version of this song later. Made yeah. me cry for like a week. I yep. couldn't do it. <laughs> Still makes me cry. Still makes me cry. Still makes me oh, cry. Yeah. yeah. If you play Still the first three notes, Ruben just begins the ball. Yeah. This is absolutely <laughs> true. Right? There's, there's my guitar. Not a joke. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I do have one question. I was curious to see. Uh, we know that Ashley Johnson is going to be in the show. I was. I In my head, I thought, oh, yeah, they'll probably have her like in this episode before mm-hmm. I saw this episode. But we got two episodes left. What the hell? Where are we going to see Ashley Johnson? Great. Oh, I have a, a crazy theory that just popped Ooh. into my mind. That right. would, I don't know that it would like matter for like normal people. Normal but is what we call them. Yeah, exactly. But for us gamers, us cool gamers out there. <laughs> okay. What if Curveball here, it's not Abby's dad, it's Abby's mom, and it's Ashley Johnson. Well, no, Joel kills. Ellie, Ellie, Ellie's mom is supposed to be Ashley. Ashley Johnson is supposed oh, to be Ellie's mom. Oh, yes. that's right. Totally yes. forgot. Other oh, wrong yeah, character. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, same mom. Siblings. Oh, my God. They're sisters. <laughs> oh, my God. She, she wins. <laughs> she, she, she's about to go under for the surgery. She's like, wait a second, mom? And then anesthesia. Ellie gets knocked out. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Fucking wild. <laughs> See, what I think is actually going to happen, I think 
it seems I maybe I'm pulling too much from like the point five seconds of footage they've shown us of Ashley in the show, but I think they're gonna do like a mirror image thing of like that last episode. Considering we know what's supposed to happen at the end, they start it with like the birth of Ellie or something like that, where it's like you start with the birth and you end with you know they're kind of like leading us to think, oh that's the how dash. it's gonna end, and then it takes that hard turn. I think that's how they might do it because that's just a. Oh, no, that's an artistic way to do it, I think. Um, but then also, yes, I think people have said, oh, that's going to be Ellie's mom. But at the same time, the games never talked about her parents. They never were a big part of it. If Since we only have two episodes and, like, a lot to cover, it feels like still, how much are we going to go talking about adding that extra stuff? I feel like Ellie's mom only entered the conversation because that's who we thought Abby was for the longest time. So... We'll see. I, I'm not going to hold out hope for it necessarily, but uh, I feel like they aren't going to, even though Craig Manson likes to like portray the world around these characters so much, I think that might be an unnecessary diatribe and he might go for something different. But, you know. What if it's like a Gears of War 3 situation oh, where all of a sudden Marcus's dad really matters? And so in part three of The Last of Us, all of a sudden, Ellie's mom really matters. Oh, core part of the story, you and know, she's voice, the key to. She, she's voiced by to, Bella Ramsey. Exactly, she's key to killing the hive or whatever. Killing the hive. <laughs> yeah. I want to totally her to repopulate the universe. I don't want Beyonce yeah. fans mad at us. Let's not use those. <laughs> they already got that one show from Donald Glover that's setting them off. So let's let's add to the fire. <laughs> Shout out the swarm. I want to watch it. Um, yeah, uh, Emmett, to your point, which is why I thought that she she would pop up in this episode because it mm -hmm. just makes the most sense, mm -hmm. the especially story episode. And there are like certain like mentions of that, like especially when Riley talks about to family. Ellie about like her standing, mm -hmm. yeah, Sorry. within this school and everything. Um, like yeah, it's definitely like subtly but still clear that Ellie's kind of important. Uh to Fedra, so they definitely hint at it, but yeah, I, I similarly I was expecting her to show up in this episode. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I and another thing I want to say that I like about this episode to kind of change topics a little bit. Um, I like because, like, we all knew this was a love story, you know, especially coming in from the games, we know that, but even if you're watching this episode, it's it's 2023, you yeah. have some of that subtext in there, um, even if you're watching as a normie. I really like how they portrayed it because it felt so much like a childhood innocence type thing yeah. where it's like, like you could see, like I love Bella Ramsey's performance in this because it's her like being bashful. It's her like, mm -hmm. like every now and then you see it in her eyes, but she's hiding it most of the time. And it definitely is from Ellie's perspective because from um, Riley's point of view, it seems like Riley's just like this slightly more stoic, slightly more mature. Like she's not letting her walls down at all. Mm -hmm. And she's allowing Ellie to, like, you know, she's opening up to Ellie, but isn't letting her see everything. And it isn't until that kiss where it feels like everything fully is, like, the armor's all off. And, For sure, yeah. Like, Riley has that sort of exterior to her, but, like, at the end of the day, sort of, like, you know, her love language and, and her way of communicating is, like, she's doing all this for Ellie, and... I think that's when Ellie sort of like realizes that and then comes back. I mean, that and the screaming too, but mm -hmm. you know, and that's where they, yeah, they really sort of have that connection. But yeah, like you said, the, the subtle like looks that they have, I especially love like the carousel scene where, you know, they're like admiring the beauty of like the lights and you know, the horses and everything moving, but then they like look at each other 
while they're looking, you know, the other one's looking away and stuff like that is really, yeah, powerful stuff and cool to see. I do want to uh, take this take this time. I don't know why I said it that way. I just want to point out that uh, according to the show, Ellie is supposed to be 14 and Riley said that she was about to turn 17. So, like, okay, it kind of makes sense. Yeah, the way that she was, Riley was acting, she's mm-hmm. more mature, obviously. So, mm-hmm. yeah, makes sense. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, I just really like that. I, I love, I love a good childhood, like, not knowing what love is, but feeling it anyway. Like, yeah. I love that shit in movies. Like, yeah. what was it? I was on some other podcast talking about, like, fucking 13 going on 30 and sleepover. Like, <laughs> large, popcorn, large, popcorn, large popcorn. Large popcorn pod. Thank there you, you very much. Shout out to Christian over there. Um, but, yeah, I, I love that shit. So seeing Shout it here, I'm like, God, oh, so nice. No, it was a really, like I said, it's just a real tender episode. You're just like, mm-hmm. there is joy inside such a bleak world. Yeah. And it's tender in like a very like in a similar way to episode three, but episode three felt classical in a mm-hmm. weird way. That's mm-hmm. very fair. That was a yeah. very, felt like, like kind of but this is like teenage. Yeah. 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 I like yeah, young teenage love. is like messy and it's like it's it's it has blemishes still, where episode three just felt like, oh, this is just a perfect relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I gotta love it. You gotta love it. Um that's all I got for questions. If we have any other, if anybody else has questions, feel free to ask them now, you know, before we close out the show. I, I will say I did not love, I wish the active plot was a little bit more present. Um, I, I like how the entire episode was a flashback because that's just a great story. Why take any focus away from it? Yes. But at the same time, I hated that I sat there for an hour almost and she's still at the door about to reach the knob. <laughs> it's like, okay, okay, that's <laughs> felt lame yeah my mind went like oh my god she's been it's been an hour she's still at that door (laughs) trying to figure out if she wants to leave meanwhile joel she's she's literally yeah thinking of riley moment by moment she's like oh yeah and then what did we do we we jumped across the roofs and then uh i changed my mind if you want to come back She's like, so uh, yeah, I was riding and she was Melina. Yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like jogging like an old, oh, yeah, uh, there, like all this. Kid. Yeah, it's very funny. Also, the thing I, back yeah. forward, he flew across the screen. <laughs> I hit a quarter circle. Then um, it would have been even better if she was just telling Joel to play by play. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> here's how you do fictality three. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, and also another weird thing that I didn't think about until this episode, because they didn't really do this until this episode. All of the like fake fictional stuff that has oh. been in The Last of Us, like the fictional art they talk about. Yes. Like Dawn of the Wolf. Dawn of the Wolf Part 2. Yes. I, I oh, got I so excited. That. Yes, I popped when that showed up. Yeah, my fans was like, what are you talking about? Like, what is that? <laughs> yeah. Do they turn into wolves? And I was like, no, it's a movie. It's <laughs> it's like Twilight. And then like Ellie and Joel have like this whole conversation about it. If you look at it in the game. Exactly. But yeah. But- I, I'm a little bit conflicted on that because it's like, oh, cool, they did the thing from the games. Like, I get excited for that. But at the same time, you already swapped out the Angel Knives game for Mortal Kombat 2 mm-hmm. and other stuff, other real world art exists right. in this universe. Like, are, I part of me feels like maybe they should, they should have gone all the way rather than this hybrid of mm-hmm. like this. But Twilight wasn't out by this point. So I don't know what. Yeah, 2003. You know, so, what, what they would have swapped Twilight in for it and said. 
Yeah. Good point. But like also the comic could have been, you know, well, actually, maybe you don't want to get into like what comic property can we use? Right. Because then it's no. like some licensing. Yeah. You just see DC. You, got, you gotta have that HBO <laughs> synergy. You gotta have Black <laughs> Adam. You know. <laughs> on there. No, I don't think we need Black Adam. She, <laughs> she tell she tells Joel she's like the hierarchy of power is about to change. And, <laughs> <laughs> and every like time, every time somebody says that, the Rock just appears. Yeah. <laughs> Just raising that eyebrow. Yeah. Who was this guy? Exactly. Oh, that's The Rock. You yeah. see, it's crazy. The Rock is fifty. She's I like, just remember The Rock is fifty. That's fucking wild. Yeah. The Rock's fifty. Yeah. yeah, he's like pushing yeah. it if he's not there already. He's oh, sweet gentleman. Jesus. That's he does that's not weird. look it. I yeah, I would love Ellie to be like Joel. Who's The Rock? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drain The Rock. Well, uh, yeah. He's in this movie called Southland Tales. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about the rundown. <laughs> yeah, because 2003 has a Yeah. <laughs> Let me tell you about Scorpion why did I get married to <laughs> Yeah. It would have been nice to see uh, just like something from Naughty Dog's uh, background, I guess. Like a, a poster of Jack 2, which yeah. I just looked up. Because, really yeah, Jack 2 is referenced uh, in Pittsburgh with Sam and Henry, I believe. I don't know why that just came to my head. It's been it's literally been like nine years since I played The Last of Us. But I swear there's like a toy store in Pittsburgh that has a Jack 2 reference. Yeah, man. That would have been great. Well, you know what they're going to do? They're going to wait until part two because they had the little PS3 with Uncharted in that game. That's true. They're going to have a PS2 with Jack and Dexter somewhere Mm -hmm. in the scene. And then we're going to go into that. It'll be a whole episode on its own of just... Of the development of Jack Two. Yeah. <laughs> she sits down to have a. Uh, it's just Neil Druckmann sitting as a like the the behind the scenes. Yeah. Just him sitting yeah. down and talking to the camera. Like, well, yeah, the reason why we did, you know, these changes from Jack One to Jack Two. Is, <laughs> yeah. Would have been great. Oh boy. Been and great. then, it, then at the last episode. They get up, and then what happens at the beginning of part two begins, and then we're into season three. Mm. Season two, there just Jack and Dexter two. Yep, <laughs> the entirety. Well, do we have any other things that we want to bring up before we close out the show? Not particularly. I mean, it's a great episode. It's yeah. it's one of these. It's stuck so close to the source material here. Yeah where it's hard to be like oh they made this change that change no they kept on point with it storm reed did a great job mm-hmm. i i was excited to talk about this episode but now that we're talking about it it's like it's less that i'm excited to say all these random things it's more so like oh it was a great episode and i like it yeah yeah <laughs> and there's only so much you can say there this but um, the ones i'm like i'd recommend this one this is a fantastic episode mm-hmm. it adds to why the show's so good but it's not mm-hmm. These changes have been made. Let's discuss how that impacts the story. Yeah. And it works very well standalone, just like the original story does. Yeah. So, yeah, for yeah. sure. I think this is, if they didn't yeah. already make episode one free on him, shut the fuck up, Google Home. Um, <laughs> if they didn't already make episode one free on YouTube, this would be a great episode to get people in as well. Opera. Um, yeah. Right. Oh man, Oprah's need me to again. I see the O shining. <laughs> it's coming <laughs> through the window. <laughs> exactly. But um, yeah, but yeah, I, it's just great. Like it's it's hard to say a million things about an episode we all know about, but really, what I'm thinking about is like, what the fuck are they gonna do for this next episode? That David storyline. Yeah. You could you could turn people off so easily with that storyline if done the wrong way. So I'm excited how I'm excited to see how they tackle that. 
And uh, yeah, Storm reads great. Bella Ramsey really gets the shine in this episode. We see more sides of her that I was kind of thirsting for. I feel like she's always like the crazy kid with a little bit of darkness in her eye. Yeah. Um, but you got to see her like show genuine smiles and she genuine mm-hmm. joy to kind of soften her a little bit. So yeah. really like that. Yeah. yeah. It's always great to see. Yeah. Characters who you love that are usually struggling. It's always great to see them happy. And that's what left behind has always kind of been about to me. Um, and, and yeah, I'd say like another thing for this episode, like incredible set design, like this mall being like, you know, pretty much entirely practical is amazing. The lights in there are gorgeous. Like all the degradation that they do to this place. Uh, (laughs) like it, it just looks gorgeous and it's still like, you know, we, we all have been in malls. We know what malls feel like. So it's really cool to see like a post-apocalyptic mall, but also still, looks like the mall and feels like the mall in the game um and so yeah so like the set design was incredible the lighting was really good i especially loved all the stuff uh at night like in their room and on the rooftops it always has like this really like warm red glow to it that i feel like when you have you know a zombie show and you don't really know what left behind is about like this red glow like is this warmth is this going to be like you know the romance the love or is this danger and you know i think really having that dead body there sort of like sets those expectations yeah. uh right after you have that where you know you see a dead body could again if you don't know where the story is going like that could very well be the start of like everything going horrible for these two but they laugh it off and they have a great a great time and yeah it was just a great episode absolutely indeed yeah with that being said Thank you, gentlemen, for joining us. I really appreciate you taking the time to sit here and talk about The Last of Us with us. Yeah, um, thanks for having us. Yeah, absolutely. I just want to let you guys know, uh, as Joel once said, you know nothing about loss. So just keep that in mind for the next two episodes. All right? <laughs> I mean, nothing about loss? I know a little bit, Joel. I mean, come on. You don't know me, Joel. <laughs> I know enough, Joel. Come man. I mean, if you think about it, we lost him in this episode. So, That's like, true. We yeah, didn't really have him. So, we know a like bit. Joel, I've lost you like two times. All right, so <laughs> at least I have all yeah. my abdomen, Joel. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> right um, now, you're missing a good ten percent. Jesus, he's <laughs> got some wood in there. He's just got some wood in there. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Matt, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and stuff uh, at Matt S. Batson, YouTube.com slash Matt Batson, I think works. I think that's a that's a way to find videos I made two years ago. Uh, and uh, Twitch.tv slash Gino VII, where I stream on Twitch all the time. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> I like that. Emmett, uh, where could people find you? Yes, you can find me too many places, quite frankly. Um, if you type in ejspun61 on something on the internet, I'm probably there. Um, so, you know, that works for Twitter. That works for Twitch, if you had an underscore at the end. Uh, it works for a lot of stuff. But really, I'm just on a bunch of stuff now. Uh, welcome to the thing. Podcast I do with T.L. Foster and Jared Green. That goes up just about every month. So check that out. Uh, Spoonful Podcast with uh, Mario Pacquadio. Uh, that goes up every other week. We just recorded an episode for next week. So, Or actually, no, that's going up tomorrow as we're recording this. Oh, so, ooh, yeah, news. look forward to that. Um, we're talking about uh, franchises that were too intimidated to play. 
So you can imagine what some of those are. So yeah, that's a great episode. So check out that series. And then also, like you said earlier, VGU.TV. I do a lot of stuff there, though we're trying to get this Game of the Year stuff going. And because I cursed myself by working the night shift, I have the opposite schedule of everybody else. Right, right. So right. You just record yourself ahead of time. Exactly. You're the host, and they have to work around you. Exactly. You know? I want you to predict everybody's answers. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. argue with them about it. Exactly. <laughs> when, I, when I didn't work night shifts in previous years, we were, we were able to record all these episodes within a month. Now it is the end of February. And we're trying to get this shit done. So game of the now, year this, stuff, we're probably going to wrap up before I go to my trip at the end of March. Now, is this that game is of the plan. year for 2023 or? 2022. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> 2022, you motherfucker. Um, but yeah, we should we should have that done, hopefully. We've recorded two episodes, but we usually we record it all and then put it over the course of a month. Now it's like, oh, we're probably going to do it all in a week. <laughs> so right. like, just to get it out. So Pray with us on that one. Perhaps I'll put out a hiatus episode just so y'all aren't starving too long. But uh, we're working on it. You know, a lot of life is happening. I'm buying a lot of tickets and having plans with people. So I'm just saying <laughs> you're leaving us like Joel right now. Mm-hmm. You're ah. Ellie at the door. We like, are left behind. <laughs> there you go. Hey, after I bought all these tickets from the flight to L.A. back home, I have a hole in me as well. <laughs> Let me tell you, flights are not cheap when you're going from metro area to metro area. Good of course Lord. not. Of course not. We we got to edit together, Joel, saying you have no idea what loss is. And you're, you just show Joel your bank account. You're like, you tell me. <laughs> you just show it's him just, your wallet. Joel, yeah. like on the pole holding his yeah. chest. <laughs> That's good actually God. a really good one. I like that. I like that a lot. Can we get that going? Can we get that going? Uh, I might edit that in Photoshop. We'll see. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ryan, where can people find you? People can find me at RyanTheLion3055 on Twitter for wherever and whatever I'm doing on this wild world of the internet. And of course, you can find me here with Ryan talking about the state of play that happened last week and the disappointing Pokemon Presents that happened today. Uh, I I want to say, Ryan, don't quote me on this. I think we said Tuesday, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Okay, all right. So stay tuned to, for that uh, on tomorrow's episode. And you could also find me, like I said, at the top of the show, patreon.com slash the penultimate conquest. Check that out, please. Uh, let me know if you think I have some bad ideas, you know. Hit me up on Twitter, at that guy Tuesday. Don't invite that energy. <laughs> no, I mean, like, if I had bad ideas for the Patreon, if I had bad ideas for oh, okay. the Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Constructive criticism is what you want to ask. There you go. There you go. That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Tell me if I suck, everyone. <laughs> if you want to physically fight me, my address is. Exactly. Well, here's the thing, guys. I'm going to be real honest with you. I don't check Twitter that often, you know? I hit you guys you up go. today. The void. Last minute. Last minute. No, it wasn't last minute. You hit me up this morning mm-hmm. because it worked all night. I went to sleep at 9 a.m. and woke up at 5. There you go. So that's how <laughs> There you go. All right. So there, it, it all worked out in the end. It all worked out. Um, with that being said, thank you guys once again for joining us uh, to talk about The Last of Us. Really appreciate you, you coming on. And we hope to see you soon, eventually. You know, don't be strangers. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. I'm trying to clear my schedule. Yeah, <laughs> we know, we know. You got a hole burning in your wallet. <laughs> but with that being said, have a good night, everyone.